Welcome to the Agency Journey Podcast, where we connect with agency leaders to uncover the hidden systems and processes that drive their success. Now, let's dive into today's show. All right, welcome back to another episode of Agency Journey. This is Gray McKenzie, and this week I've got the pleasure of bringing on Melissa Rosenthal, who is the Chief Creative Officer at ClickUp. Uh, so it's been a little while since we've had ClickUp on the program. We had uh, Zeb Evans on uh, about a year ago, talking about some of ClickUp's vision and traction and um, go-to-market. So Melissa, I'm excited to have you on and talk about a lot of the creative things that you all are up to right now. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. Excited to share. So maybe maybe real quickly, just by way of intro, I know that you've got a background at BuzzFeed and um, and at Cheddar prior to joining ClickUp. Um, you're probably, what, around nine months in, but maybe you could just give us a quick background on kind of your career trajectory and, and what brought you to ClickUp. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I started at BuzzFeed very early. Uh, I was the ninth employee there. So it was kind of like the wild west of the internet days when everyone was trying to figure out modeling and kind of what would make sense. But I believed in it as the future of media. Um, so I joined uh, as an intern, actually, and uh, kind of worked my way up to oversee the global creative department. Um, you know, hundreds of people globally. Uh, we expanded into different countries. It was a, an amazing and wild ride. And, you know, the the brand became pretty, pretty famous and well-known. And um, that was, it was, you know, really exciting and um, not having any experience in advertising or marketing. Um, it was like a fast tracked course into kind of understanding um, like all the different kind of elements of, of what marketing and creative looked like and, um, you know, working with external agencies as well as media agencies um, and, and buying media. And it was pretty fascinating. So I feel like that was my crash course in, in kind of everything, um, you know, media and marketing related. Um, yeah. And creative. That's awesome. And then how did you get connected to ClickUp originally? Yeah. Um, so after I can just briefly after uh, after BuzzFeed went to Cheddar, built that um, and then we sold it. And then I was taking some time off to figure out what I wanted to do next and um, was building like a small SaaS company with my husband. Um, uh, and yeah, I mean, it just it was kind of right place, right time. I had heard of ClickUp. Um, and I was very familiar with the, the project management space and, you know, the productivity space. I'd worked in pretty much every program, um, and had my frustrations with all of them. So, um, you know, it was when ClickUp reached out, um, to me, I, you know, immediately was like, this is, this is a kind of a rocket ship of a company and they're solving a problem that I've been experienced for many years. And, um, you know, it was, it was kind of like a no brainer in terms of product. And once I got really into the product, um, I just saw how powerful it was and was pretty, uh, pretty amazed at what, you know, Zeb and team built, um, and how they'd scaled it, uh, and, and what the organic growth looked like. So, uh, it was, uh, it was that, and a mix of a lot of other things that led me here. Um, a lot of the, the community that had been built around ClickUp just by means of how amazing the product was and how passionate people were about it, um, and how they would go, you know, to the end of the earth to shout it from the rooftops to tell other people. Um, and this kind of like viral coefficient and this uh, organic engine that was, you know, a big part of their growth was just really, really in interesting to me. And I'd always wanted to go into software. So I felt for for a, a brand and a product that kind of felt different in market, um, this was this was something I wanted to jump on um, and, and really, you know, help build out, uh, especially on the brand side. Well, you touched on a huge part of the ClickUp story, which was all organic growth um, for a number of years as they had gone. Obviously, the company as a whole is still super young. 
Um, but that yeah. was our whole story of initial growth was that virality and sharing of the of the platform largely. Yeah. Um, you guys have obviously taken a shift in that direction here and ramped things up over the past year. So what uh, the creative department today, I am trying to remember maybe you're 16 or 17 different folks. Yeah, who yeah we're, we're about, about 20 across the whole About team. 20 now. Yep. Has all of that been built? So what was the state when you joined? And then maybe bring us just through the state today and some of the things that you're focused on. Yeah. Um, when I joined, I believe there were three people, maybe four. Um, yeah. So it was it was very early. Um, I'd seen what they were doing in creative. And, and I just saw this like blue sky opportunity to build a best in class, like creative um, internal agency within the company. And what that allows you to do to be kind of, you know, vertically integrated is, you know, the product better, the team knows the product better. Um, you're able to operate on and fire on all cylinders. There's visibility within what, what's being created and what the outcome is and the, and the KPIs and kind of the data sharing. Um, and also you're able to take risks. So, um, you know, Zeb and I were aligned on kind of what the vision would be and the North star of, of, uh, making, you know, making this brand feel human and personifying the product and not just pushing features, but, you know, talking to people as they are people and not just, you know, even if it's a, even in a B2B model, um, you know, the best type of, of branding is when you're speaking to people. So, you know, with a consumer approach. So, you know, the North Star is to make the brand feel, you know, feel human and, and, and every touch point that that a person has or a business has feels that that way. So um, now the state of the team is uh, we're 20 people, as I mentioned, uh, we oversee kind of everything across content and, um, you know, uh, anything that is a collateral, a piece of collateral that comes out of my team. So video design, um, community, social, um, we, we kind of are constantly, you know, events, um, you know, we're, we're constantly trying to push ourselves and, and push the marketing and push the brand and, and, um, you know, really, you know, make the brand famous to the right people. And that, you know, I think there's a way to do that through really just understanding your audience and, and building things that people enjoy and attaching yourselves to things that are relevant and happening in the, in, in the world of what you want to be a part of. How do you primarily measure that? Like, are we achieving that goal of making the brand feel human? Getting the word out there. Yeah. I mean, I think there's a lot of social listening, of course. Um, so, you know, when people write in and, you know, they, they, it's also, you know, I, I think there's a lot of pieces to it. So it's, it's product, it's, um, you know, it's customer service, it's, um, it's marketing, it's engineer, it's everything that kind of goes into that. So I wouldn't say it's just isolated to the brand or isolated to the creative team, but, um, you know, that to be able to do that, you, you know, you see it across social, you see the response, you see the ROI and what you're, what you're delivering. Um, people start to mention you, uh, in, in sales meetings in terms of being the best in class at doing X and Y and Z. Um, and it, it becomes this, this point of differentiation, um, as a company. Um, and you know, when you have multiple points of differentiation between best in class customer service, best in class, social visibility, best in class advertising and creative best in class product, um, you know, you really start to do that. So it, it's it's not one team or one person or or it's it's the entire company firing on all cylinders. Um, but you start to see it in market. You know, people write in every day how amazing the customer service team is or how awesome the ads are and the fact that they search for them uh, or, you know, they they saw click up on a billboard and then they told their boss about it. So it's measuring on, on a lot of different ways. Um, 
specifically like, you know, it's both quantitative and qualitative, you know, based on right. kind of how we're measuring and what, what we, what we need to see and, and kind of how we, how we measure that. Which one do you hear more frequently? I hear a handful of things that people see about ClickUp, but most commonly I hear they have billboards everywhere. I was watching the game or I was at the subway or I was wherever. And I feel like I can't get away from ClickUp. Um, that's happened a number of times. I'll talk to somebody and they reached out to us for agency operations help. They don't know about ClickUp. We talk about ClickUp and they're like, I can't unsee it. It's everywhere. <laughs> um, but then the other thing that we hear about, and I'm sure you hear about this all the time, is the returning to work series and some of the creative videos that you all have done. Yeah. Which one do you hear more, more comments about? It's kind of equal now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, the the video team did like a fantastic job on on that series and they came up with it and pitched it to me. And then um, you know, I was I was pretty on board. I think it's a, a once in kind of a cultural moment where you can just synonymously attach yourself to work as a whole but by relating to people's, you know, the reality of what we're doing in a in a way that makes it a little bit more lighthearted. Um, but we can attach ourselves to, you know, we can't, we can't deal with the awkwardness of returning back, but we can handle all of your productivity. So it was pretty, it was pretty much a no brainer to do that. And just to bring people joy during what could be a stressful time, um, and, and kind of giving them that laugh, but then also saying we have you in terms of your, you know, your workflow and, and the way you want to work. So, um, yeah, no, that was, I, I hear that a lot and it's, it's amazing. And the team, you know, is ecstatic about the, re the responses and the reception to that. And then the billboards. Yeah. I mean, I'm a huge believer in out of home. I always have been. Um, I think, a, you know, a, a type of advertising that you can't skip, you can't, um, you know, you can't have automated by bots for views and, and you um, are able to hyper target based on where you want to be and who's around that area. I think it's just, you know, it's super powerful and it makes you look, you know, enormous. So it's a touch point on a, on a customer journey, um, but I'm, I'm a big fan of the medium. So yeah, it's a it's a mix of we see your ads and we love them and we also see all your billboards and they're all over and I, you know that's a kind of a perfect mix of of um, of I think smart branding. Right. When you brought up one other thing, um, you brought up social listening earlier, and you are all over Twitter. Uh, seems like you see everything on there. I mean, I'm sure you're all over all the socials. What's your what's your uh, social platform of choice? If you didn't, um, have to Twitter and LinkedIn. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, Twitter is incredible for listening and, and responding to real customers and people. And I, you know, our approach has been, you know, not only responding from the, from the account, but we have, you know, people that are on the team that are passionate about the community and want to, um, want to be in touch with them and like speak with real people. Um, and I think when you do that again, it's like this really incredible point of differentiation because having real employees jump in, um, is just powerful. And then, yeah, LinkedIn, I love just because it's kind of this incredible organic media engine that I think some people do really well. Um, but you know, as a company there, there's lots of really interesting things that you can do there. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of that platform too. Well, it's a little more tactical or granular, but it's yeah. super common to see you or Chris or Zev or somebody on the ClickUp team jump in, you know, ClickUp support has already, you know, the ClickUp response team has already handled uh, from a social perspective, whatever the mm -hmm. might be. But yeah. Y'all will jump on it. How does that get coordinated? Uh, what platforms are you using to help keep that in place? And then yeah. is that just kind of a, like, do you guys block time each day to do that? Or is that just the, yeah. hey, this happens to be part of what we do? Um, I mean, it's a mix. So we, we definitely have a Slack channel where we kind of go back and forth um, on, on certain tweets or certain comments, but um, it's really, again, it's like passion. Like we're all looking through it. I block time on my calendar to go through tweets in the morning and then in the afternoon and then night. 
Um, and then, you know, I'll check sporadically throughout the day and same thing with LinkedIn and kind of everything that kind of mentions us. Uh, we use Sprout as our, as our tool of choice, but um, it, it goes way beyond Sprout. Like a lot of the coordination is really just kind of having, you know, me um, and the social team and Chris and Zeb just, you know, caring about the community and, and not, you know, letting the size of the company influence our ability to step in and, and have real, those real interactions. So yeah, it's a mix of Slack and just blocking our time to make sure it's a priority because it is. The other thing that um, has become a larger part, at least from the outside of the go-to-market strategy has been uh, paid ads, social, I'm sure you're running search as well, but um, yeah. especially on social. How has that evolved? And has that been like, I guess, in terms of channels, um, how's that worked yeah. for customer acquisition? Yeah, I mean, we're we're scaling up across a lot of different channels. You know, the things that have worked for us in the past. Um, you know, they they you can continue to spend more, but you want to find efficiencies in other in other places. So yeah, we've scaled up our YouTube, our Facebook, our our social in general. Um, and you know, with with an in house video team and creative team, we're able to create ads and pretty and motion graphics. We're able to create ads pretty much in real time, um, test a ton of different variations, see what's working, what's not working, iterate on those ads, you know, next day, um, and then put them into market. So there's, there's kind of this really incredible like life cycle that we have of being able to ramp and spend, but understand what's working and what we need to pivot. Um, and, you know, have, having predictive modeling in house and, and data warehouse is, is really helpful for that. Um, same thing with podcasts. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, we're, we're certainly ramping up our spend, but we're, we're doing it, you know, anyone can spend money, but few people can do it well. So right. it's, uh, it's, it's an art and a science, I would say. That makes sense. Well, we just had, uh, Troy Asanoff from Juice on the podcast who, uh, followed yeah. you at BuzzFeed, um, uh, customer acquisition there for a little while, um, digging into some of the paid ad side. So been interesting to see all the channels kind of ramp up here uh, coinciding with obviously the the funding received last year and you coming on board yeah um, absolutely that's been, that's been awesome to see what is that so internally uh this is more of a not a personal question but i'm gonna we'll see how uh how far you want to go with this question how has the um relationship with zeb and with the rest of the exec team at clickup been around pushing forward some of the ideas and campaigns and types of um, go-to-market strategies that you've been pushing? Yeah. I mean, Zeb's great to work with. Um, he, he believes in in building brand and building a strong brand and, you know, having that be your legacy because, you know, anyone can kind of do this, you know, to acquire customers. But when you build a brand, you know, you're building a, a brand for 20 years and not a brand for the next three years. So, um, you know, we're, we're pretty well aligned there. And, you know, a lot of the, the sentiment has been, let's take big bets and let's make sure we're measuring them and we're iterating when we need to. So, you know, it's, it's kind of like figuring that, that, you know, that balance out. Um, but yeah, it's, it's as long as we're able to measure and then figure out what's working and pull the levers, you know, in a, in a smart and efficient way. Um, it's, it's been pretty, you know, it's been a great way of, of being able to test big things and go big. Um, and I think, you know, you, you never know what's going to hit, <laughs> you know, you never know when you're going to have something that just goes crazy and people pick it up and they love it, and share it, and talk about it and it wins us accounts. And I think that's just the, you know, it, it's continuing to do that. It's emotion. Um, it's the same thing we did at BuzzFeed. It's every day. It was trying to break platforms, figure out what would work for us. And, you know, you do it enough, you have enough wins and all of a sudden, you know, you go from a company that I had to explain to people what we did to becoming, you know, a household name where people just couldn't get 
couldn't believe that I worked there. So, you know, I, I think it's that it's, it's, I'm starting to see that effect here. Um, where ClickUp's becoming that more of that household name, especially within, you know, work productivity. And I think like, we're only going to go up from there. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's being able to measure it, of course, and that's really important. So whatever idea we have, um, you know, there's, it's like, okay, let, let's figure out like, how much does this cost to execute? How do we want to execute it? But we're really cost efficient with having the team in house. So, you know, we don't have to go out to an agency and spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars or be on a retainer. Um, to be able to execute, you know, creative and and kind of thought provoking ideas around right. the space, and really allows us to be different. You mentioned something about <clears throat> brand, and um, a number of people talk about brand did cancel at Drift. Talked about brand being here's the big the big moat. Um, who are some of the? This is one. Of my, I've got two kind of final questions here. Um, but who are some of the folks who are shaping the way that you are thinking about building the brand at ClickUp? And by at ClickUp, well, I mean how your role building the brand at ClickUp. Yeah. Externally. I mean, there's a lot of like, it's kind of a mix of who's doing what best in class, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's definitely not like my playbook is not like, let me see what everyone else is doing and kind of help shape that. Um, it's a lot centered around like human emotion, which is something I learned like early days is, you know, the best way to connect with people. I would say there are a lot of companies doing a lot of different things well, like, you know, HubSpot built an incredible education, you know, like platform. And I would say they, you know, they, they did that incredibly smart in an incredibly smart way um, and became very well known for it. And I would say there's others in the space that are kind of doing the same, but in terms of what, and, and I'm always paying attention to those companies, but I would say in terms of what, you know, really sets us apart is that we're not following. We're kind of trying to lead the way with that. And taking little pieces of inspiration along the way. But it's um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of consumer companies that inspire me too. Like I think, you know, they they built a community. And I think the companies that have built that community are the ones that um, you know, we we look to follow because it's like, why have they built that community? I mean, Webflow has done a, an incredible job of it too. And you know, they they have that really great um human relationship with their with their customers and their businesses. And it's, um, it's very evident across social and the way that they even poke fun at themselves with web blow memes, you know, they're, they're great. Um, and I think like, there's, there's a lot that you can take from, from pieces of and chunks of companies like that, um, to, to form your own strategy and your own experience too. Right. That's awesome. And then you all just officially moved into the new San Diego office. How's that? How's, yes. uh, how's the move-in going? It's awesome. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, we're moved in. So I, mean, I would say uh, being in person, you know, especially as a creative person is there's no uh, there's no way to kind of replicate that on Zoom. Um, you know, it, it, it's not it's not the same as going into a room with on a whiteboard with a bunch of people and and, you know, brainstorming in real time and fixing a problem in five minutes. You know, you can't do that over Zoom. So uh, fully, fully support like a hybrid and remote work culture. But I'd say like, you know, being creative it, it, and building brand, it's it's much easier to do that in person. And, you know, sometimes you're just sitting around eating lunch together and you come up with an idea that's just like, wow, that's the idea. Um, so I, I think there's a lot of kind of the passive uh, benefits of being around other people um, and that that energy that you can't replicate. So, yeah, it's going really well. It's, a, it's an amazing office. We're right outside the Padre Stadium. So there's a, a nice work perk there. And, you know, we go to games all the time as a, as a company as, and as teams and um, yeah, it's great. It's been an amazing thing to see all these amazing people that I've worked with over Zoom in, in real life. That's awesome. Well, I know we are uh, tight on time, but I appreciate you coming on, giving us the inside look and uh, allowing us to dig into some of what's driving. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I, I'd say that the most exciting part is uh, 
you know, we've made a lot of progress over the past year, but it it's day one for us. You know, it's always day one. And I think if you can always keep that mentality, um, you know, the the sky is the limit. Like we we have have very high beliefs in, in this company and what we can um, you know, what we can do here and the way that we can transform work. And um, yeah, it's a, you know, you, it doesn't happen overnight, but there's a lot of, you know, hiring the best and best in class people that are excited to build this and, you know, really can rally around it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. So the culture here is really special and so that contributes a lot to it as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Anything else, Melissa, as we're wrapping up here? No, I would say just um, stay tuned. We have a lot of really incredible, um, incredible ideas and, and concepts and creative and marketing and branding opportunities that we're, we're working on right now and a, a big event we're about to launch. So stay tuned for that. And no, it's been great chatting and um, no, looking forward to uh, you seeing kind of what we do next. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on being willing to share. Thanks for listening to the Agency Journey Podcast. Visit agencyjourneyinsiders.com to join the podcast community and be sure to subscribe for future episodes.